0: That was really good. Thank you, Deb. Wow. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And do you have your Bibles today? Amen. Say it with me. Say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess. My mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I'm about to receive the incorruptible, indestructible, ever-living seed of the Word of God. I'll never be the same. Never, never, never. In Jesus' name, Amen. amen. You may be seated. I always remind myself it's not because of what I'm saying, but it's the power of the Word of God. That's why we're never the same. Amen? because of the word because of the name of jesus hallelujah so this morning um i just uh my title is uh it's actually what are you expecting in 2024 what are you expecting in 2024 uh you know we have we've we've gone through 2023 i i hope and i pray that was a great year for you um but what do we expect now that we come into 2024 and i know uh, a year is a year, you know, so for, it's, it's the start of a new year, but really it's another day, right? Um, we, the, it's another day where we're in the exact same spot uh, in, the, in the universe and a distance to the sun and all that as we were last year, uh, December 31st today. Tomorrow, we'll be in the exact same spot we were last year as a planet and the angle and all that um, as we were last year in 2023 amen and so uh we have again i talked about the the bible reading schedule how it's a marker you know every day you can mark off what you read really for me a new year is just a marker i can look back over the course of a year i mean you could do it in august maybe august from august to august you could say okay how did i do since last august but uh the new year is a good marker so to say did i accomplish the things i wanted to accomplish in 2023 Did I um, do the things I wanted to do? Did I, what I expected to happen, did it happen? Did it it happen how I wanted it to happen or how I expected it to happen? You know, in life it's important to have goals for ourselves. Amen. We want to have goals. We want to have something we can aim for in life. Because if we don't have goals, we can kind of float through life uh, not really expecting anything. Right? Uh, There's a i'm not even sure who said it Uh, a funny quote but it says um somebody somebody asked uh well what's your goal and he said well i found if i don't have a goal if i have a goal i may not reach it but if i don't have one, i'll never be disappointed that's not how we want to live our life though is it we want to have goals we want to be able to succeed in life and the way we succeed you have to have a marker you have to have something where um that you need that you want to attain amen so just like the Bible reading schedule, I want to attain to read the Bible the whole in, in one year. I want to read the whole Bible in one year. That's a goal. Amen. And it's something that is attainable. Many people at the beginning of the year will have a New Year's resolution. It's something they want to change or something they want to do better for the next year. Maybe it's, uh, you, Maybe you want to exercise more. Or maybe you want to eat healthier. Um, you know physical things like that maybe you want to uh, be better at saving for your retirement that's a goal right that's something that we can do um, and we can achieve but most times what happens is we start the year off strong you know if you have a new year's resolution you start the year off strong and then after maybe a couple weeks you kind of forget about your resolution or you forget about your goal or what you want to achieve in the year and uh, and then we regre- regress back to last year's habits. Uh, so I, I found uh, a statistic from Ohio State University. It says researchers suggest that only nine percent of Americans, and so it's Americans, I don't know about other countries. Americans that make resolutions. Complete them. Nine percent complete the resolutions they make. That means nine. That means if out of 100 people that have goals. of the people reach their goals. In fact, research goes on to show that 23% of people quit their resolution by the end of the first week. (laughs) I'm sure those who go to the gym often will tell you that that first week or two, there's a lot of new faces at the gym. A lot of people that want to get in shape. But by the end of January, it's the same old people that uh, have been there consistently for years, right? 43% quit by the end of January. So, uh if you if you add those together, another uh, 43% on top of 23, right? 66% of people um are already just giving up on their goal by the end of January. 1 month out of the 12 that we have. And it went on to say, I'm going to paraphrase here, but it says There's four reasons why people fail at their New Year's resolutions. One is that people make them out of habit. It's a thing to do. Well, the New Year's coming up, I better make a resolution, right? What do I want to improve in my life? But they made out of habit, so there's no motivation. There's nothing like that says I have to change or uh, I'm I'm changing, the time is to change. No, it's just a habit. Well, I guess I better have... A resolution. Another reason why people fail is when obstacles come, they're not expecting them. And they give up. How many knows that know that through this next year, you're going to have obstacles? Things are going to get in your way of accomplishing what you want to accomplish. Uh, they're going to get in your way of accomplishing what God wants you to accomplish. Amen. You know, you, you can talk about God's will for our life. And he does have a perfect will for our life. Amen. But that doesn't mean that everything that happens throughout the year is God's will for our life. There's obstacles. We have an adversary who's the devil who gets in the way, who doesn't want us to accomplish the will that God has for us. The third thing is they don't set realistic enough goals. So you can have a goal, but if it's not attainable, then Pretty soon we start to realize, oh, I, don't, I think I set too high of a goal. And, and instead of maybe lowering it, we say, ah, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to make it. So we give up. And then the last thing is we don't hold our, they, they don't hold themselves accountable, right? We need to have um, accountability when we have a goal. And uh, I'm, not, I'm not huge on the word goal, so I want to use the word expectation. Because I think a goal sometimes is like, well, I hope I reach this. But when you say expectation, what is your expectation for 2024? Then it's something that, you know, the word expect. There's something about the word expect. I expect this to happen. I expect to read my Bible. I expect to be a witness to people. Amen. Amen. It makes it, it puts it out in front of me to say, I can do this. When When you expect something to happen, it means that you can do it. Amen? That's what you're telling yourself. You can do it. I believe it's good to set goals, but when we do, we need to focus on attaining them. Amen? We don't want to be one of the uh, 91% of people who have a goal but don't attain it. Amen? And a lot of goals and, and, and expectations that we set for the next year can continue to go on past that year. I mean, we don't want to just read the bible all the way through in 2024 and say oh i reached my goal so in 2025 i don't have to do that i'm going to find a new goal no that should be a goal every year there's some goals that we just set every year expectations that we set every year amen most of the time when we have a goal or a resolution it's like well i hope to accomplish this i want to accomplish it maybe i'll accomplish it right Rather than I expect to accomplish this goal. Amen. Sometimes we don't give ourselves enough credit for what we're capable of with Jesus. Amen. We, want, we need to know that the Bible says with God all things are possible. Amen. So the goals and the expectations that you have for your year are attainable. I'm telling you right now, they are attainable. You can do it. Amen. So instead of goals, like I said, I'm going to use the word Expectation. And I might say goals sometime, but it really is interchangeable. Expectations, goals. What do you want to accomplish in 2024? When we, when we set expectations for ourselves, there's a model, that's why they accept it. It's the SMART model. How many have heard of the SMART model of, of setting goals? So the S, it's it's an acronym. The S stands for it should be specific, right? The goal that you set for yourself should be specific. And have, uh, in Habakkuk 22, two, 20, uh, 2, 2 through3 in uh, ESV version, it says, "The Lord answered me, Write the vision, make it plain on tablet so he may run who reads it. For still the vision awaits its appointed time, it hastens to the end and will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it, it will surely come. It will not delay. Amen. So we want it to be specific. We want to write down our expectations for 2024, and be specific, right? To say I want to pray more isn't a specific goal, is it? Who do you want to pray for? Amen. When are you going to pray? Are you going to set time aside a certain time where you say this? This is this is my goal, my expectation. I'm going to pray during this time. Okay, so make it specific. M stands for measurable. Your goal should you should be able to measure your goal. Again, to say. Um, i'm going to lose weight in twenty twenty four well okay, but how do you measure that okay Where do you want to get to how are you going to measure it do you how do you know when you've achieved it right what what do you want what weight do you want to get down to right a stands for achievable is it realistic if i say i want to lose 100 pounds in a year is that realistic? Obviously, I I wouldn't want to do that. Um, But is that realistic? No. We want to set goals that are realistic. If I say I'm going to be a millionaire by the end of this year, is that realistic? Probably not. I mean, with God, all things are possible. But uh, but that's not a for me. It's not a realistic goal. Okay. I'm not for one. I'm not doing anything. I'm not investing in properties and doing all these things to make it realistic. So that probably won't be my goal for 2024. My expectation is not to make a million dollars. R in SMART stands for relevant. Is it something that you need to do or or does it make sense in your life? Amen? Is the the goal that you have, is it something that makes sense? Um, you know joey johnson flies planes that would be cool i'd love to have my get my pilot's license is that realistic for me is that something that right now am i going to need that probably not right so i want to make sure that my goals are realistic okay or sorry relevant relevant james four thirteen says come now you who say today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city Spend a year there, buy and sell and make a profit. Whereas you do not, do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? Is even a vapor that appears for a little time and vanishes away? Instead you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. And so here we see that, these, that those who say today and tomorrow we're going to do such and such, we're going to go to such and such city, we're going to spend a year there. Um, um, this is my expect. this is my goal. And we're going to buy and we're going to make a profit. Well, is that relevant to what God wants you to do? Amen. Some goals, some things that we want to accomplish, we want to seek the Lord. Obviously, reading our Bible, we don't have to seek the Lord to see if he wants us to do that. But there's some things in our life that we might have a goal, we might want to learn a skill, but is it relevant to your life? Is it something that's going to, one, further his kingdom, um, is it going to bring glory to God, Amen? And is it His will for you? Whether it's maybe you you know maybe you want to uh, change occupations. Your your goal is you want to do a different occupation. Well, is that what God wants you to do? Amen. Now I, I'm I'm a strong believer that we make choices during our life, and um, some good and some bad. And I believe God works with us in the choices that we make so if you did do something that maybe wasn't um quote-unquote ordained by god or his will for you in that in that way um i believe he's going to bless it because he likes to bless his children amen but we still want to seek him first remember when david was going up against the philistines in the valley of Rephaim? i know i've said this dozens of times but i love it because there's so many applications to this story but he went up and, and he said, Lord, what should I do? And he said, "He said, can I go up against them and take them? And he said, go up and do it. And so, he defeated the Philistines just by going and fighting. Just by going to battle. And, and then the very next verse uh, in, that, in that book, he says um, they come up against the Philistines in the same valley, the same army. And he says, Lord, if I come up against them again, will I take them? He said, no, this time I want you to shed an ambush. Right? So, David reached the same objective, the same goal, but he did it how God wanted him to do it, not just how he wanted to do it. Amen? T in the the smart stands for time bound. Do you want to accomplish it in six months? uh, Or a year? Are you going to do it daily or weekly or monthly? Amen? So when we set expectations for ourselves, these are questions that we should ask. We want to ask ourselves. We want to make sure that we're setting goals and and, and um, we're setting things that are are going to be achievable, because it's it's not fun to have an expectation or a goal and then to not reach it, right? Just think of the accomplishment, you know, whatever it is. You know, if if uh, if you're young in here and you don't um, uh, know how to drive or you're just getting your license, um, how good does it feel? Will it feel? Or for those that maybe have just gotten their license, how good does it feel that to know, like, wow, I just passed. I mean, it's an accomplishment, right? It was a goal that I had for myself, and I got, I got that done. There's a, there's a reward that comes after accomplishing our goals. And so we want to not only want to accomplish our goals, but we want to expect to accomplish our goals. Right. Expect it. Think of yourself higher than we do right now. Because sometimes, I don't know about you, but sometimes for me, it's like um, I have, a, you know, I, I, it's easy sometimes for the devil to say, well, you can't do that. You're not good enough to do that. Man, I struggled with that so much um, in years past where just the inadequate feeling of not being able to do something, either that I felt I was called to do or that I wanted to do, right? And so we should expect... To accomplish, as Christians, we have expectation by faith. Amen. Amen. So when we have a goal, we have uh, something that we want to do. Um, we we exercise our faith to do it because we realize we can't do it on our own. Amen. That we have a Savior, we have Jesus, who uh, it says we can come to His His throne of grace boldly in help in time of need, right? And He helps us. He can sympathize with us. He knows what we're going through. Amen. So we have this faith uh, that we will be able to do what he's called us to do. We expect good things to happen in our lives because James 1.17 says, every good and every perfect gift comes from above. So our expectations shouldn't be negative, they should be positive. Amen. You should expect good things to happen in your life. Regardless of your situation, regardless of your circumstance, expect good things to happen. So we want to expect good things for 2024, no matter what the circumstance. Maybe, maybe 2023 did not happen how you thought it was going to happen. Maybe, maybe in your mind um, it was a bad year. Well, one, if if that's how you're feeling, you know, sometimes we need to look at ourselves, right? We need to say, okay, how am I? Is my how is my attitude <laughs> about this year, right? How can I? How can I? Um, regardless of what, I, what happens in 2024, how can I give glory to God and thank him for 2024? Maybe even today, maybe you're being convicted about that in 2023. It's, it's not too late. You can say, Lord, thank you for 2023. No matter what happens, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that I know you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, that you came and saved me. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, that I'm still here. Thank you, Jesus, that I'm in good health, whatever it is. There's so much to be thankful for. Amen? Amen. But if I'm negative all the time, can I expect to achieve what I want to achieve? If I continue to tell myself, oh, I won't be able to do that, Um, that's too hard, Uh, whatever it is, then I'm not going to expect to reach my goals. I'm not going to expect to achieve anything, right? Our attitudes can shape our environment. If you, if you have a bad attitude, uh, then it's probably uh, whatever you're trying to do is not going to go well. Why? Because our attitudes shape our environment. Regardless of what the Lord wants for your life, he wants good things. But if we have a, have a bad attitude about it, it's like um, the Bible says that, our, that our, the tongue is a, is a little rudder on a boat, but it moves the boat, you know, moves big things. So we can we think to me going well, and we can speak something, and it can completely change our destination and our direction. Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. It's a mindset. Amen? I mean, I'm, look at the greatest athletes in history or the greatest inventors um, they never thought I can't do this. At least they didn't think it for very long, right? It was always, um, you know, I'll use Michael Jordan. I'm like basketball. Michael Jordan, you know, said that um, he's failed. He failed over and over again in his life, and that's why he succeeded. So you can expect to fail. In, this case, in 2024, you're going to fail some in some area, but the more you fail, the m- the, the closer you get to, su- to succeeding. Amen? Pract- old saying, practice makes perfect. If you continue to practice something. You continue to get up. Even though a righteous man falls seven times, he continues to get up. Amen? So, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So much of what we accomplish in life starts in our mind and through what we say. That's why I think, if you look in the New Testament, the Bible talks so much about our mind. Amen. And just, um, that we cast down any arguments that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. The, the Bible says that we have, we have the mind of Christ. Amen. The Bible tells us to renew our mind. Amen. That's why we want to have, our, our mind needs to um, come in into alignment with the Word. Our words The New Testament says a ton about our words. Amen. Our words should come into alignment with what the Bible says. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. I can't speak negative over my life and expect it to turn out positive. If I speak negatively over my life or my situation or over my family, I'm, I'm not going to expect positive results. If I speak death over my life, that's the fruit I'm going to eat. Amen. If I speak in faith over my life what the will of God is for me and I, and I hold on to his, to his will for my life, then I can expect those things to come to pass. Right. Because what comes out of your mouth and what you say is also what you feed yourself. Right? right. So if you, feed, if you say negative things, you're going to feed yourself negative things. Amen. If you speak the word of God, you're going to eat the word of God. It's going to get down inside of you. And that's what that means when it says we eat. will we'll eat the fruit thereof. Um, well, fruit comes inside of us, or food comes inside of us, right? When we eat food, it comes inside. So when we eat, what we say, that gets down on the inside of us. So when we eat the word of God, when we speak the word of God, and we eat the word of God, that's what gets on the inside of us. Amen. <clears throat> Mark. Uh, let's go to Mark eleven twenty four. It says, therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. So part of speaking positive about our situation is just exercising our faith. And really, faith is just, Kenneth Hagin said this before, faith is just believing what the Bible says is true. What does the Bible say about your situation? What does the Bible say about your life? Amen. That's exercising faith, believing those things, eating those things. Amen. Amen. When we understand the will of God for us, we can expect to achieve anything that God has willed for us. Amen. I'm going to say it again. When we understand the will of God for us, we can expect to achieve anything that God has willed for us. Romans four seventeen says, As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations, in the presence of him who is whom he believed God, who gives life to the dead to the dead and calls things which do not exist as though they did. I love that. Calls things that don't exist as though they did. There are things that don't yet exist in the physical but exist in the spiritual. Amen. Jesus said, Your will um, um um Your will be your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, do we know that has God's will been completely accomplished on earth? Not yet, right? But we know that He has a plan. We know that in the in the you know in macroeconomics you look at the whole uh, the whole market right the whole thing of economics god has a macro plan for us for this world amen <clears throat> but there's things that that maybe you're not seeing in the physical right now but they exist let me give you an example maybe you're feeling sick in your body well the bible says that by his stripes we were healed amen, amen. so healing Health exists for you, even though you feel sick in your body. Health is there. Amen? So just because you have a sickness in your body doesn't mean you're not healed. Because the Bible says, by his stripes, we were healed. I mean, if we were healed, that means we are healed. Amen? It just means the manifestation of that healing hasn't come. But it doesn't make the Bible any less true that by his stripes we were healed. Amen? Amen? We can't look at our situation and say, well, the Bible must not be true because I have a cold. No, the Bible is true. By the stripes, you were healed. Amen. Yeah. He supplies all your needs according to his riches and glory. Well, why am I in this financial situation? Well, I don't know. But I know that the Bible is true. I know that when we rely on him, he supplies our needs. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. And we have these things because of our faith, but more importantly, by His grace. Amen. So, we can have all the faith in the world, but we need to know that it all starts with His grace. Amen. The grace of God on our life. In Ephesians 2.8, it says, by grace you are saved through faith. So, His grace and, our grace and our faith work together. Amen. He provides grace to us so that we can have faith in Him. So, we can have faith in something. Amen. So, we can have faith that what he says is true. When it comes to what we expect in life, we also mix in the effort that we put in the expectation. So, Ephesians 2.8, the context is, by grace you're saved, have salvation through faith. So, it goes on later to say that, um, that, that uh, and it's not my works, lest any man should boast, but when I talk about achieving something in life, when I talk about having a, a goal and, and an expectation in 2024, Um, We also have to put in the work, the effort. James 2.18, let's go to that real quick. It says, but someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God, you do well, even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, oh foolish man, that faith without works is dead? So, maybe you have all the... Maybe you have a bunch of faith. But if we don't put faith into action, it's dead. It doesn't amount, right? Right. We can say, I'm going to accomplish X, Y, and Z. But we have to back it up with making choices towards that accomplishment. Amen. I believe the Lord's my provider, and he provides food for me. But if I don't go to the grocery store and buy food... And if I don't have a garden, if I don't eat out or whatever, well, I'm not going to eat, am I? So I can say, Lord, Lord, you sustain me, you nourish me. But if I don't take steps to get the groceries, I'm not going to be nourished, right? Even more than physical expectations, we want to have spiritual expectations. So, in in the spirit, you want to grow in the Lord, right? You want to Um, You want to memorize uh, Psalm 91. You want to uh, memorize a bunch of scriptures. Well, if you don't read the Bible, you're not going to accomplish that goal, are you? So we have to put in the effort. I can't put this under my pillow. Osmosis doesn't work when it comes to this. Amen. Um, I I have to read. I have to do things to put myself in a position to succeed. Just like you have to do things to put yourself in a position to accomplish what you want to accomplish. To succeed in your life. To succeed in any area that you, uh, that you have. Let's go to Matthew 6:19. A <clears throat> couple more scriptures here and we'll close. It says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So, as good as it is to get in good shape, and better shape, and to eat healthy, and and to save for retirement, as good as those things are, and they are, the spiritual aspect of our life should take precedence over the physical aspects of our life. Amen. So, we want to make sure we're fed spiritually. We want to make sure that we're in the Word. We want to make sure that we're being are we, are we being a good witness are we doing what God has called us to do I mean, we wanna, we want to take care of those things and we can we still have all these other things that we want to do yeah we want to be blessed financially yeah we want to be healthy and live a long life those are great goals those are those are things that we should every year be uh, wanting to attain but if we don't have the spiritual aspect of these things then the other stuff doesn't really matter if somebody doesn't know Jesus, they can be, a, they can be in top shape. They can uh, have all the money in the world. But if they don't know Jesus, then it amounts to nothing. Amen. Those, that, those are those treasures. Right. Treasure. Maybe you want to be a, a peak athlete. I don't know. Maybe you want to have um, $500 million in the bank by the time you retire. I don't know what it is. Those are those are earthly treasures right those are treasures on earth um, and when we leave this earth that's not going with us right maybe our physique I don't know but I'm just kidding <laughs> but lay ourselves treasures in heaven what are that what are the heavenly treasures that's that relationship with Jesus amen what can we do to continue to, to have a better relationship with the Lord and nothing destroys that. The Bible says that, um, that um, the word will never never fail and it never goes away. It'll never perish. Amen. It'll never leave. Amen. So continue to read the word. So we should expect, again, I want to grow, grow in my relationship with Jesus over the next year. That should be our number one goal. I, wanna, I just want to grow in my relationship. So, Talked about it just before. We should expect to read the word of God daily. That should be an expectation. Set time. Pastor, they talked about it a lot. Set time aside. Or they have to get up early. Um, you know, I think um, the best time to do it is in the morning. That doesn't mean I always, I always get it read in the morning. I then I'll at some point I will, right? But in the morning is good because it prepares you for the day. There might be something that happens during the day that like, oh, I just read. That Maybe um, maybe you wanna, you're tempted to get angry about something, and you just read a scripture, how we should be slow to anger, slow to speak, slow to wrath. right? So I, always, I think that's good in the morning. Um, but that's a, that's a smart goal that's, a, that's specific. If you were to read the Bible daily, that's specific. That's measurable. You can say at the end of the year, "Did I do it or didn't I do it?" Right? It's achievable. Right, it's not something, it's, it's relevant to your life. Hallelujah. Amen. It's realistic. Amen. And it's time bound. I have, I have one year. And daily I want to do this. And then what it does is it, it you know, when you, when you read the word, you know, another expectation is to witness to people through your words and your actions. So let's go to Proverbs 4.20. And those two are, are tied together says, my son, give attention to my words incline your ears to my saying. So he's saying, read the word. Listen to the word. Hear what I'm saying. Do not let them depart from your eyes and keep them in the midst of your heart. For their life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. As we read the word and as we go out just in our daily activities and we meet people and we talk to people, we're speaking life to them. We we internalize this life that, that the word gives, that Jesus gives. When we start speaking life to those that that we see, and we, when we when we read the word, and we are speaking good things, we're not speaking gossip, we're not speaking these other things that aren't, are negative that um, that don't uh, do anybody any good, right? We're speaking life. The words that God gave us are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Amen. And so that's why we want to continue. To do that, so that's an expectation, right? An expectation to witness through our words, through our actions. When we keep His word in our heart and we demonstrate them to the world, they bring life to others. Make an expectation to fellowship with other believers. Well, how can I do that? How is that measurable? Come to church, Amen. Come to services. Hebrews 10:25 says that we don't want to forsake the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much more, as you see the day approaching. You know, in in 2023 or about there, there's a lot of, um, you know, as far as, you know, when on the timeline Jesus was born and different things, but around 2023 will be 2,000 years from Jesus' death, right? Like 2,000 years. Maybe give or take a couple years on either side. We see the day approaching more and more. Amen? We see the day of his second coming more and more. So we want to... Continue, uh, continue to fellowship. Continue to sharpen each other, to build each other up. So as you approach this year, um, don't hope to better yourself spiritually. Don't say, "I hope I can," because this kind of hope I'm talking about isn't this. There's there's another uh, there's a Greek word for hope, confident expectation, but the hope I'm talking about is this wishing. Don't don't hope to Uh, Get closer to God. No, expect. Expect to get closer to God. Don't hope to read your Bible every day. Expect to read your Bible every day. Have a plan. Whatever your expectations are this year, do it for the Lord. Amen. Have expectations that line up with the Word of God. Right? Amen. Did you get something out of this this morning? Amen. I want you to stand up, we're going to do, uh, I want to, we're going to read, Jeremy you don't have, or sorry, but Ben you don't have to put it up on the board, but um, stand up with me this morning, we're going to declare Colossians three, twelve through 17 over ourselves. Alright, so, you can repeat after me. Therefore as the elect of God, elect of God. Holy, and beloved, holy and beloved, I put on tender mercies, Kindness, humility, meekness, and long-suffering. Bearing with others others, and forgiving others. And And if anyone has a complaint against me, me, even as Christ forgave me, me, I also do. do. But above all these things, things, I I put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And I let the peace of God rule in my heart, to which also I was called in one body, and I am thankful. And I am thankful. I'll say it again, I am, I am thankful I let the word of uh, I let the word of, wisdom, the word of Christ dwell in me richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another. One another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing with with grace in my heart to the Lord. And whatever I do in word or deed, I do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Amen father we just thank you for today we thank you for what you've done in our life over this last year and Lord we even expect greater things in this next year. Lord I thank you that the uh, the goals and the expectations that we sell, that we set for ourselves um, that they're reachable that they're attainable Lord I thank you that you show us uh, what you want us to do for your kingdom this year Lord. Uh, we know there's just, there's just certain things that we want to do, we want to witness, we want to be um, uh, morally morally um, in line with your word, we want to read your word, Lord, but whatever you have for us, for our calling, whatever you, if there's anything else that you want us to do, which I know there is, Lord, that you, that you just speak to us, Lord, that we can get a quiet time with you and that you, in those quiet times, you speak to us about our life, about our goals, about Um, the things that uh, you have to say about us. And so we just want to say again, we're thankful for you. We're thankful that we have this opportunity, that we have another year on this earth, Lord. Lord, I thank you even as the day approaches, as we get ready for your second coming, Lord. You're not going to come like a thief in in the night to us, but we'll be ready because we're standing under your word. And so we give you praise, Lord. I pray for a great uh, day for everybody today, Lord, a great new year celebration father but that we can continually remember uh, why we celebrate our life why we celebrate another year and it's all because of you so we give you praise and glory in jesus name amen amen, amen. amen. let's give the lord a clap off this morning <laughs> hallelujah and like i said i encourage you to come tonight to the night watch service even for a little bit uh it's 9:30 to 12:15 ish and so i hope to see you there Amen. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616.